and welcome to the Tommy Divine Podcast special all new edition. We are a first edition on Zoom here, and uh, I'm Tommy Divine as always. Here it is uh, about seven seven thirty. Yeah, 7.20 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, it is December 24th. And, Pat, you and I aren't in Terre Haute. We are not in a Holiday Inn. We aren't watching the Hawaii Bowl. We're not watching a Christmas story. Uh, we're both at our own homes, and it's completely sad. And, you know, I, I don't know what to – I don't know how to feel. I, this is the weirdest Christmas Eve uh, of my life. That's all I have to say. Hey, Tommy. Uh, great to be back on here in the TDP, Absolutely. especially for a, a special Christmas Eve edition of the show. Good to be back. You know, it's been a little bit, and this is a tradition at this point, an annual episode here on Christmas Eve. But yeah, we're not in Terre Haute. We're not together. Uh, family can't gather this year. It's 2020. I mean, that's the case all over the country, all over the world. So uh, here we are in our homes, but we got to keep the tradition going. And for the spirit of Terre Haute, I'm wearing my Indiana State sweatshirt. Go Trees. Uh, I'm ready to talk about whatever Tommy is ready to talk about. So Tommy, take it away. Well, I know last year we talked about, we talked about Christmas and we talked about sports on holidays. So I want to go back to that because we have had a whole year since then to think about it, pawn about it. We also had this major, major hurdle we had to get through with COVID. Um, and last year we ranked our holidays and actually this is kind of funny because Joey Molinaro, and I don't know if you follow, do you follow him on Twitter and Instagram? Right, yeah, Mr. Uh, Impression. (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Impression. Uh, He put out a list today of the top days of the year. I think he put like Christmas Eve one, Christmas Day two, and then like 4th of July, March Madness, and all that. So that kind of spurs the moment uh, of what we had kind of last year. Uh, And it's quite interesting because last year – we had a different sort of order, and we kind of thought things would go a little bit differently according to schedule. Now, with COVID throwing a wrench into things and sports on holidays, I mean, this this Christmas weekend's awesome, by the way. I mean, tomorrow we have a great slate of sports. I mean, just knock it mm-hmm. out of the park dead. So I ask you this. I posed that, this uh, that Marshall versus Buffalo game is going to be great, Tommy. Yeah, we got bowl game Marshall tomorrow. versus Buffalo, yeah. And today on Christmas Eve, as we're recording this, we got Hawaii, the Hawaii Warriors, yeah. uh, Christmas Eve's team, everybody's favorite uh, Christmas Eve tradition. It wasn't the Hawaii Bowl, me and Tommy's favorite game. Rest in peace yeah. to Aloha Stadium. But uh, we saw the Hawaii Warriors play the Houston Cougars, and they got the win in the New Mexico Bowl of Frisco, Texas. So yeah. uh, it wasn't quite the Hawaii Bowl, but it's still at Hawaii Bowl vibes. And never, ever, ever bet against the Hawaii Warriors on Christmas Eve. And I didn't know – that uh, guy, Todd Graham, was the coach at Hawaii. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's Todd Graham. Todd Graham's the coach now because uh, their coach left for Washington, Wazoo. Yeah, didn't know that. But it's okay. <laughs> for sure, it's fine. Um, but anyway, so I was watching the end of that game. That was a, basically a blowout. But tomorrow we get a bowl game, mm-hmm. we get NFL game, And we get five Christmas Day games, and we get four college basketball games tomorrow. Four Big Ten basketball games. Uh, So, Wonderful slate. Wonderful slate. So I ask you this. Is this the best sports Christmas Day we have had of our lifetime due to COVID? You know, it's 
That's a great question, Tommy. And I don't even know if it's due to COVID. I think that this is just kind of the way the schedule makers wanted it all to play out this year. Uh, and in college basketball, maybe it is a little due to COVID because they don't want the kids going home and, you know, potentially getting their teammates sick. So, you know, why not have a game on the holiday and uh, give the kids the national stage? So yeah. I think with college basketball, it's that way. But with college football, I think they just wanted a game on Christmas for TV, the NFL, same thing, and the NBA. I mean, they play on Christmas every year. So I do think it's one of the best, though, because this seems to be a really good bowl game. I love this Marshall versus Buffalo matchup. Buffalo had a great, great season, and so did Marshall. Both these teams were ranked in the top 25 at one point or another. Uh, In the NFL game, you know, Saints and Vikings, not amazing, but not terrible. There's kind of playoff implications for the Vikings, and uh, the Saints are are pretty much a playoff lock, I think. I don't know if they've clinched, but uh, if they aren't, then they're close. Uh, So these are two decent teams playing in the NFL. The NBA slate, I think, is okay, but – you know, nothing special. It, maybe, I, I mean, yeah. maybe that's just on, maybe that's just me, you know, viewing that as a guy who is only kind of a casual NBA fan. And I really only care about the Pacers and the Pacers aren't playing. Uh, so maybe I just don't care as much, but I don't think I'll be watching a whole lot of NBA tomorrow. I think I'll spend most of my time uh, watching football. Yes. Yeah, so the thing is, usually we get stuck with these five Christmas games that you take them or leave them. Uh, usually they put big market teams in there. They'll have the Knicks. I think the Knicks play tomorrow, if I'm wrong. I think they usually – Madison Square Garden gets that noon game. Uh, yeah, I won't be focused on – The Knicks NBA actually long. do not play. The oh, Knicks are really? not – the Knicks are – Okay, so yeah, that, I think that the noon... second straight year maybe, which I'm kind of glad about because the Knicks are horrible. And the Pacers beat them the other night. So, so Yeah, I did see that. So uh, Christmas Day for the NFL, they usually don't touch Christmas Day – I know you and I, we've watched some of the Christmas Eve games that have been on the league, and they've been pretty terrible. <laughs> you you hated them, and I've kind of not liked them either. Um, I'm, I was kind of mad that uh, last night, or tonight, the NFL didn't switch that Dolphins-Raiders to tonight. But. Yeah. Because <laughs> that would have been the perfect day. flex. So. Wouldn't you like to see the Colts on Christmas Day? I would. Uh, now, I think the NFL does it, though, because it's a Friday. And they've done this in the past. Mm-hmm. I think, like, 04, they did, like, Vikings-Packers on Christmas Day on a Friday. Not at, like, 4.30. They've done that before. So, nothing we have Yeah, because you can't really play – you can't play on a Tuesday, really. That's – you know, they've only been doing Tuesday yeah. night and Wednesday night games because of COVID. But, you know, th- those are kind of weird. But, you know, when you get it kind of in that weekend slot, it makes some sense. Uh, the guys are well-rested, and it's not going to screw them up too much going into week 17. So, uh, but, but with that, I think if they did put that cold Steelers game, like I was kind of hoping, as the Christmas Day game instead of this Vikings-Saints game, you know Steelers fans would get mad about it because uh, they seem to think that their team has been slighted all season long by COVID and having to have their games shuffled around to weird times and days. So, uh, I don't know how much truth there is to that and then being slighted or how much yeah. or how little rest they get, but I, I don't mind the you know, Colts there's, not there's playing. there's something there. I don't mind the Colts not playing. <laughs> I just I thought that Vegas Dolphins game was a perfect fit. It was on the Saturday, which I knew it was gonna be because it was to be determined for a while. But Raiders, they always like to do the West Coast because it's earlier out there. So it would have been a nice Nice Christmas Eve game tonight with especially a, a wide open. I would have liked Christmas to see that too. Eve. Yeah. It's a, it's There's nothing open, on uh, yeah. this Christmas Eve because yeah. the Hawaii Bowl isn't a thing. No Hawaii Bowl this year. Instead, yeah. we got the uh, New Mexico Bowl of yeah. Texas. <laughs> yeah, which basically, yeah, New Mexico. Uh, yeah, basically, we got that at 3.30, which, you know, last year they had no sports on Christmas Eve. Now this year they do a bowl at 
or I guess they had eight o'clock last year. Last year there was the Hawaii Bowl, the BYU oh, yeah. versus Hawaii game. Yeah, but there was no. It, it's like okay, they either put an afternoon game on and no night game, or they put a night game on and no afternoon game. So it just like just put two games on is my point. Just put two. Yeah, like, what, the uh, you know. I think the networks are missing out by not having more games on. So I, I mean, did I really need two games yesterday? No, I didn't need two games on yesterday. Mm-hmm. I need two games on today. I'm going to be with my family. That's that's what I need to. Today's the day people have off. The day people are going to you know want something to to keep them occupied. So yeah, they're they're going to want. I, I think today would have been a good fit for more sports, and uh, it's kind of a shame, kind of a lame sports Christmas Eve. Yeah, and you know Miami. Uh, I hate to keep harping on, it, but that Miami Dolphin, uh, Oakland Raider, sorry Las Vegas Raider game had some playoff implications. It could have gotten some bogo ratings. I mean, it could have been really. Uh, easy for the NFL to have five. Straight oh yeah, well the, the Dolphins, Dolphins can make the playoffs. Yeah, kind yeah, of out five, of nowhere. Yeah, five straight and five straight days of football. That's you know with just one day off, really, or two days off. However, it, it's crazy. So they missed out. On I, that. Uh, I I would have liked to see some of that. So, uh, but yeah, so we have pretty good sports. And of course, my Purdue Boilermakers uh, play Maryland tomorrow, two thirty slot on FS1 for a little filler uh in between that uh wisconsin michigan state basketball game and that saint football game got a little filler in there if you're if you're interested and the nba game is not good but i'm interested to see how purdue plays tomorrow this will be the first time purdue has hosted a christmas day game in the history of purdue basketball so that's really cool. Well, really, how many Christmas Day games have they even played in the history of their team and really the entirety of college basketball? It's yeah, just I, not really a holiday. You see yeah. this team, these, this sport playing, and I brought it up earlier, but really you're only seeing it this year because, you know, typically they let the guys go home for Christmas, see their families, all that. Wonderful. They're, they're students, their kids. They deserve that. But this year, just not safe. You don't want them to get sick at home, bring it to the team, and well, cost yeah. them a couple weeks of the season. And you notice it's only the Big Ten that's doing this. There aren't any – I'm surprised there's no, like, tournaments. or Well, I guess with COVID, they, don't, they can't really do, like, any big tournaments. But um, I'm surprised they're not doing something like a Maui type of thing. You know what I'm talking about? Well, they did kinda... do tournaments. They did the Maui Invitational. Well, yeah, but I'm just surprised they don't do, like, a so, – And really the tournaments are even safer because they can test everybody there, keep them in a bubble, yeah. keep them isolated. Uh, yeah. I see no reason why a tournament wouldn't be a good way to, to get a bunch of games played. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't do like a holiday jamboree or some sort of, you know, kind right. of yeah. jam or something to kind of get going uh, with the season. But, uh, you know, we get the five games tomorrow. That's really cool. We've never really seen that. And it's the Big Ten, though, not any other conference, which I think that's smart by Kevin Warren and the Big Ten and, like, the commissioners around the Big Ten. Like, hey, let's let's get some games on Christmas. No one else is doing anything. Oh, from a TV standpoint, from certainly. TV, yeah. and if the NBA game's terrible, you're going to flip and see, oh, Hey, Purdue's playing or Michigan State's playing or whoever. And yeah. and you're going to sit down and you're going to watch it for at least a couple minutes. I'll right? tell you this, uh, that Michigan State-Wisconsin game is much better than that noon NBA game. Whatever Even with uh, Michigan State coming off that loss to Northwestern. Yeah. Big, the Big Ten is one of the best conferences this year in college basketball. And I've heard people say that they're better than they were last year. And the Big Ten was great last year. The Big Ten is terrifying this year. It is a murderer's row. I think from top to bottom, every single team can win on any given night. And, you know, I sound like a broken record saying that because everybody says that about the Big Ten this year in basketball. But uh, it really does hold true. Anyone can beat anyone. Northwestern was projected to be the worst or second worst team in the conference. They, they're in first place right now. They've rattled off two straight wins over Michigan State and IU. So 
Uh, they're looking good, and, and really this whole conference is just so deep. They could get so many teams in the tournament. It, it really is just a murderer's row. And then tomorrow night you get the Luca Garza night game. Uh, you get to watch basketball or football, and then you got Luca Garza at Iowa. He, he's he's going to put up a show tomorrow night. I'm excited. For he that. always does. He always does. It's, it's just a great sports holiday. So I ask you this. Would you change your rankings from last year at all on this COVID scale? Would you change anything? Would you keep well, speaking it of COVID changing same? things, uh, Tommy, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but with the FCS playing in the spring, Ooh, will we see games over this. Easter weekend? Ooh, will we see ooh, ooh, FCS games over Easter weekend? Here we go. Uh, including these Indiana State Sycamores who will be playing football this spring. I think we could be seeing games over Easter weekend. I'm excited. Plus, you'll have NBA playoffs. Uh, or, well, it won't be the playoffs of the NBA because uh, the season is delayed. So those will be starting uh, about you know, a month and a half later than they typically do. So no NBA playoffs, but you'll have some, some NBA, some NHL, some baseball, plus I'll football. Sure. And we've been sure. saying for the last two years, we're finally going to have football on Easter. We're going to have uh, the AAF, which got canned, and then the XFL, which got COVIDed. Yeah, uh, neither of those came through. The FCS seems to be our our last shot for a third straight year. Third time's a charm. Maybe we'll get some football this year. The thing and if is, everything's safe, maybe we can watch it together. The th- yeah, and hopefully. And the thing is with that, and I've looked at the schedule multiple times and scoured the earth looking at this. They have games on that weekend and Thursday and Saturday, but not on Sunday. So well, that makes sense. Well, because you just don't play the game on Sunday anyway, college football. So well, but on it, Saturday though. Saturday, the weekend counts, I think. No, but FCS has been playing. They will have played games on Sunday every week before that. Huh. So they won't, which is interesting. I think that's the only Sunday they don't They probably do want the the kids to have Easter off. It's just a holiday. I I do get that. I I, I get why every conference other than the Big Ten isn't playing basketball tomorrow. So uh, I get why they want these kids to have the holiday off. It makes sense. But uh, for me, the the average viewer – it's nice to have. <laughs> and if I'm like ESPN or ESPN Plus or ESPNU or ESPN ATO show or whoever really, I am pining for football on Easter. You can really market it. You can – everybody's together. Mm-hmm. You can really market, market these games and be like, hey, we'll flex some FCS games to that Sunday. Maybe make like a noon, a 3.30 and like an 8 o'clock. Put like North Dakota State. Put some like notable teams that people kind of know about, and really market the FCS. Because th- if you're the FCS, you got to be going crazy right now. Because you could mm-hmm. literally be getting so much exposure that you're not getting on other other years. Because you're always. I think this is a huge opportunity for the FCS this yeah. season. Uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of a lot of eyes on it who aren't on it typically, myself included. Yeah. Uh, I know I'll be watching every single week. Uh, it's football. It's college football. It's my favorite sport in the whole wide world. If I can watch more college football in the spring, I don't care if it's, you know, the the Big Ten or the SEC or if it's the Missouri Valley and the uh, the Pioneer League or whatever. So yeah. I'll watch whatever if it's football. I mean, I will gladly take it and I will uh, I will talk to you about it on podcasts. I I really and I I do believe this. Um, the FCS. Uh, is just it's it's just I, I don't think it's as good as the FBS, but it gets so 
undervalued. And it's uh, it's still got a lot of talent. It does. It has a wonderful playoff system, too. You and know? its playoff system, I think, is a model for what the FBS should be trying to do. And the FBS has the invitational for the playoff. The FCS, because it's wonderful in the FCS, and I think the FBS needs an expanded playoff, certainly. Is 20 pushing it? Maybe a little little bit but I think 16 is certainly doable because especially after the fiasco we saw this season uh with the playoff committee we need an expanded playoff yeah so two and eight South Carolina can make the playoff let's do 20 can make the bowl can make a bowl game yeah <laughs> I so I and yeah, I two and eight I think, South Carolina there there were six SEC teams of losing records in bowl ridiculous. games and Tennessee's backed out ridiculous. due to COVID and South Carolina ended up declining their bid I think maybe due to COVID I'm not entirely sure but they're not bowling so uh, uh there's why, why that. Not Purdue? six teams got could, invited anyway could Purdue not get a bull bid if south carolina it just means more in the sec tommy the sec just means more how did how did Rutgers not get a bowl game by the way Rutgers deserved one i'll uh i'll die on over that over south carolina yeah i think so Rutgers deserved one over south carolina Rutgers deserved one over tennessee Rutgers deserved one over mississippi state Rutgers had a great season, Tommy, and I think they're a program on the rise. And I'll talk about that uh, more on the first and ten my show at some point. So uh, stay tuned. Good lord, we're already slain, uh, shamelessly plugging your show already. Goodness. Wasn't shameless. A little early for that. But anyway, so my point is, I just got ESPN Plus, and this is where ESPN Plus is going to come into huge play with this FCS schedule, they're going to have so many of these FCS games that if you're ESPN, you want to pick a few of those a la carte and put them on like prime time, maybe even use ABC if I'm ESPN. Just use it as a, like a, a, a an experiment. Hey, I would I'm love to play- see it. I think get – Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreit, college game day, the whole nine yards. Why, I'm, I'm for why it, not? I mean, you know, one thing is that they are going to be competing with college basketball. So that game day slot, the Saturday morning, 9 a.m., is going to be taken by college basketball game day, which no lame. One I think you kick that off. Nobody cares about basketball game no day. Kick it off the air for college football game day live from Memorial Stadium. It, it used to be cool when they had like <laughs> Bob Knight and. Uh, the other old guy they had on there uh oh what was his name um digger phelps digger phelps when they had digger on there that show was so much better and now they got nobody they have nobody on that show it's just like billis and a bunch of corpses i I don't know i don't understand And if you bring out herb street corso and the gang for for football game day in the spring i'm all for it sounds great and saturday night football at the far saturday night football in the fargo dome let's do it I'll tell you this. They love going to weird, like, Coastal Carolina in, like, the last week of the week before the season ends. They love going to, like, Navy. So why not Why not go to North Dakota State? I, I know they will go to North Dakota State once. Well, they've been to North Dakota know, State before. Oh, I know. But I know this spring season they will. They'll do, like, a oh, special That's college like, game day yeah. thing. At least. At least they'll do that. Because they yeah, love North Dakota State. That's like State. saying – uh-huh. Like, oh, certainly. Uh, and they're the most marketable team because they're the team that wins the championship every year. And they're, they're the best team in the whole uh, division. So uh, I think there's going to be a lot of eyes on the FCS this spring, certainly more than there are in a fall because it's competing with big time FBS college football. So it'll be fun to watch Tommy. And uh, I promise I'll be there 
Well, and I know and, you'll be there. So like, and like you mentioned, well, too, watching have, at home on ESPN. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not only are we going to get FCS college football, the betters are going to eat that alive. Gamblers are going to love. Yeah. That. Oh yeah. Cause football betting is, is everybody's favorite. They're going to love that no matter who's playing compared uh, to basketball, I mean, baseball, you know, that's just yeah. what's more popular because football bet is the most popular sport in the country. People love it. Yeah. And then you get March Madness. I don't Madness. think people care what level it is. People just want football. You know, and March Madness coinciding like pretty much the race to Indianapolis. Right. We're going to get fo- football Saturdays, football Saturdays with March Madness and, and conference tournaments and all that. I mean, it's it's going to – these next few months, and like you said, Easter too, we went on a huge tangent, but Easter should be shaping up to be pretty, pretty great. I mean, it'll be pretty good because um, usually you'd the be weekend, like, oh, yeah. usually, you know, Easter Sunday, maybe you'd get like some NCAA tournament every once in a while, you know, but usually it just wouldn't have much, and then you're kind of thinking, oh, well, Easter weekend this year, you know, Indiana State's having a home game. I'm getting playoffs or Stanley Cup, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I don't know, but uh, should be shaping up that way. Uh, yeah, if if I'm vaccinated, I will. If I'm yeah. vaccinated oh, in yeah. in Terre Haute for Easter weekend, I will gladly go to 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 the Memorial Stadium at, at ISU for a game. That Holy Saturday primetime matchup. No, I'm kidding around. But uh, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so for me at least, Fourth uh, of July. I mean, that's still the worst holiday, I think, in my opinion. I don't understand why. Going back to the sports on holidays thing. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, the 4th of July for sports is uh, is a sleeper. But this year, uh, it was even more sleepy. However, for me, it wasn't terrible because we all remember from March to about July, June, July, yeah. sports were dead silent. They were done. Uh, for me though, I did have one sporting event I cared about this 4th of July, even with baseball not happening and not happening for about two, two and a half weeks after the 4th of July, mid July, I would say late July baseball started back up. So, uh, for me, there was one event, there was an Indy car race at Indianapolis, uh, the Grand Prix of Indianapolis. That was a lot of fun. I thought that was a good race. Yeah. Um, good race. There were a few Indy car races here and there. I kind of remembered that I went back through some some moments and remember that you and I actually socially distanced and watched those together. We did. We watched or on uh we did for the first IndyCar race of the season, which was the first sporting event I cared about after the shutdown. We sat in my uh, driveway outside about 10 feet apart in lawn chairs. And uh, we watched IndyCar. We watched the race at Texas Motor Speedway. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Brought up the old, not uh, a whole lot of great sports memories post-pandemic but uh that is certainly one of them i'm just uh i'm glad that we're having an ncaa tournament this year i'm I'm glad we're kind of getting back into gear with stuff i'm just uh Mm -hmm. finally you know kind of feeling somewhat of normalcy again um but i can't believe we got through one first no that's shocking and the nfl has basically just said we don't care if you have to start a a wide receiver from your practice squad at quarterback for the Denver Broncos, but we're going to play. And uh, they have bulldozed. I was, and that is, I mean, it's been nutty and they should just cancel some games here and there. Or, our cousin, our cousin they, didn't have played for Denver played for a week. It. I mean, you have to learn the offense. That's the thing. Yeah. Smart kid. He could do it. In a week. <laughs> um, but Tommy, I, I'm curious with you. Cause, cause we're talking about just kind of, well, okay. concept of sports in general and our so, feelings on them. 
So let me, uh, no, but let me ask can you. I, can I ask you one thing, Tommy? Okay. Yeah, yeah, Hit that's me. fine. Yeah. Oh, so can I go or can you go? I, I, I real quick, I want to ask this. So, okay. uh, but you really think though, if you threw Danny in that offense with a week, you think you would have done worse than the wide receiver from Wake Forest? Oh, I, I think he would have been better. I think he would have been better than Kendall Hinton because Kendall Hinton yeah. was not a quarterback. He's a receiver. So right. uh, I think putting any quarterback quarterback in there, they would have done better, but it's hard to know how much more because they're not familiar with the players, they're not familiar with the plays, not familiar with the coaches or, or any of that. So that's tough. But Tommy, my question for you. Okay. This guy, I kind of got reminded of this somehow when we were talking about, you know, when sports came back, which was, I think, a huge moment this year. Yeah. When did it feel like sports were officially back for you? What was the moment when it's like, all right, we are back in the swing of things? Because I've got an answer. I don't know what your answer is. My answer is Thursday night, Houston at Kansas City, uh, NFL kickoff night. That is the night things fell back into place. Uh, I don't know if there was college football the weekend before. If there was, that was kind of uh, coming into that. But when NFL came back, it started to really be like, here we go. Like I, I was, you know, NBA. I was like, ah, okay, MLB, yeah, okay, NHL, yeah, yeah. But when NFL came back, baby, we were swinging. We were swinging with fire. I'll tell you that. There was a little bit of there was a little bit of college football. I think that weekend before there was that Central Arkansas game. If you remember that, when everybody oh, decided yeah, to FCS watch a Central kickoff. Arkansas football game, yeah, the FCS, FCS kickoff, yeah. like one of a handful of FCS teams who got to play in the fall. Uh, Central Arkansas played that game, and uh, people watched it, and people cared, and it ended up being a pretty decent game, I think. But uh, yeah, I did. I think for me, there were two moments uh, in early August. I remember the Pacers' first game back when TJ Warren. Uh, I mean, sports hadn't even really been back at this point. Like there were a couple weeks of baseball, and you know, some racing, soccer, whatever. But the Indiana Pacers' first game back, I think August first, August second, ballpark. Against the Philadelphia 76ers, TJ Warren scored 53 points. And at that point, I finally felt kind of like, all right, this feels good. I get to watch the Pacers on TV, and they had a big game, a big memorable game, a game I'm going to remember for a very, very long time as a Pacers fan. It felt good. And I, uh, I don't know if I felt like that uh, with sports in a while, uh, certainly between the lockdown and then I didn't. And uh, before the lockdown, it was hard to think of a – a more memorable game in my mind. But then I think the moment when a moment I'm going to remember for the rest of my life, the Michael Penix jr. Two point conversion, Indiana oh. against Penn state. Yeah. That was kind of the moment when I realized, all right, I, uh, I know it's not a normal season. It's not a normal year and, and sports are not normal, but for one night I feel at peace. I feel okay uh, with the way sports are and the way things are. I can just, sit down and soak in the fact that my Indiana Hoosiers just beat a top 10 opponent. I, that night, I remember being there that night because I was at my friend's house. We were playing poker. We were socially distanced uh, playing poker and we were going nuts. That Phoenix uh, touchdown in the end zone. We we're like, is it a touchdown? Is it not? What, what is it? Like, or the two point, excuse me. The two point is the two point conversion. Well, not, cause he had, you know, and so that was, you know, and I could talk about this game all day long, Tommy, but, uh, you know, Michael Penix Jr., he, he was having a kind of bad game going into that final drive. Then he, you know, leads them all the way down the field, about 80 yards, uh, scores a touchdown with his legs and gets a two-point conversion with his legs. And then in overtime, uh, IU uh, is down seven. Uh, Penix hits Wap Fillier in the back of the end zone for a touchdown. 
and then they go for two to win the game. And he reaches forward, dives for the pylon. Does he break the plane? Does he not? Who knows? I think the ball crossed the nose of the ball crossed the pylon, then it touched out of bounds, then it hit the pylon is what I saw. So I think it's a two-pointer. I think he got it. But I've watched that play a billion times, Tommy. That is one of the best sports memories of my entire life. I don't know if I'm ever going to forget that one. That uh, that play means a lot to me. And uh, this has been a special, special season for the Indiana Hoosiers. I'm going to allow you, since you brought that up, I'm going to allow you exactly 35 seconds to release all your anger about the fact that your Indiana Hoosiers are playing in Raymond James Stadium in the Outback Bowl and not in New Year's Six Bowl. Please, let out your frustration. Uh, I just got a few things to say. Iowa State lost three games. Iowa State lost by 17 to a Sunbelt team at home. A decent Sunbelt team, but they lost anyway. Uh, Northwestern uh, lost to Michigan State, a team IU shut out, and they also lost by more points to Ohio State than Indiana did. So why they're in the Citrus Bowl over Indiana is beside – I mean, that's beyond me. Like, uh, And really, Georgia's not that good. Florida's lost three games. So putting the number seven team in the country, the highest-ranked team of the AP poll, to ever miss out on a New Year's Six game in the Outback Bowl is just lunacy. And it's incorrect, and it's terrible. And a lot of people don't want Indiana to be good at football. A lot of people in power want Indiana to be bad. They want to keep them down. And they're not going to do it because Indiana is going to be a good program, whether they like it or not. The Hoosiers are here to stay. Now I'll tell you this. You give me a little chill and a little bit of goosebumps because you did that head turn that Reed Murray likes to do. And he's like, <laughs> that is just incorrect. That is just infactual. That is not right. Like you just like completely. Do you want me off. to do a, I hope Reed's listening to this. Uh, yeah. Reed, if you're, if you're listening to this and sorry to everyone else who, who has not listened to my show first and 10 or episodes of the TDP with Reed Murray on it. I'm going to do a little Reed Murray impression just as a holiday Reed present on. for everyone. I just had Reed on the show. He was on the last episode. So if, if you're a TDP listener, please go listen to that. So uh, I'm sure you're a TDP listener if you're listening to the TDP uh, right here. I'm going to do a Reed Murray impression. That's my Christmas gift to you. <laughs> Tommy, I cannot believe you are so disrespectful to Ohio State. Do you not team is the best team i've ever seen you know he's gonna catch he's the most consistent player i've ever seen he's from san diego california and he runs crisp routes he might not even be the rest receiver on the team because garrett wilson is so quick and garrett wilson catches the ball every time too garrett wilson's got glue in his hands but then you talk about jackson smith and jiba now this is a guy who i once uh had a dream about and uh i was at the dentist and i had a dream about jackson smith and jiba uh whether you want to believe that story or not is up to you i will advise you not to believe it because i just made all of that up uh but anyway, Jackson Smith, the Jeeva, he's out of Texas. You know, he wanted to go to Ohio State because Texas is terrible. And uh, Ohio State is going to be the best team in the country this season. Uh, they're going to shellac Clemson, and they're going to shellac Alabama. Are they actually? No, they are not. And I'm not confident at all, but I got to say it. I got to say it, Tommy. I, I love how he brought – he was on my body. I started talking, and he's like – Look, uh, so Justin Fields was bad on Saturday because uh, he had a broken hand or his hand hurt or something. I'm like, dude, not once this season have I heard one thing about Justin Fields' hand hurting at all. I've not heard that oh, leading Justin up to the Fields game. has not had a great season. I, he's not. Are they, are he's they had blaming no it on his hand? Is that I what think what they should be blaming it on is, is Northwestern having a great defense and Indiana having a great defense. He, Justin he Fields against – Against good teams, Justin Fields has not played well. 
Reed literally blamed them almost losing to Northwestern because of Justin Fields' hand. I couldn't believe it. I was like, of I don't, course. I don't know if it's the hand or not. I mean, I, I don't know much about that. He could have had an injury. Uh, sure. But I think the reason they, they could have lost that Northwestern game is that Northwestern has a suffocating defense and that Justin Fields just kind of wasn't up to the task. So I think it's Ohio uh, State. He certainly has a lot to prove. He's got a lot to prove against Clemson. He's got a lot to prove against Clemson if he wants to be that number two overall draft pick. Because at this point, I think a lot of people think the QB out of BYU, Zach Wilson, could be the number two overall pick in the draft. <laughs> wow. Over Tell me I'm wrong. What have you seen from oh. Justin Fields this season that's made you think that this guy is going to be you know, the next big thing in the NFL? Because when he's played good teams, when he's played good I, defenses, two top five defenses, I, Indiana I, and Northwestern, he has been terrible. I told I told Reed that Justin Fields hadn't been playing well these last few weeks. And this is what Reed says word for word. This is what he says. He says, Tommy, I don't know how you could say that because he killed Michigan State and then he barely he beat Northwestern. Michigan well, he's, State? He's not. I'm not saying he didn't. Yeah, he, he played great against Michigan State. Northwestern lost to Michigan State, by the way. People forget that. Uh, Indiana shut out Michigan State and uh, Ohio State smoked them too. But anyway. He's played bad against good teams, and he's played great against bad teams. So maybe uh, I think I think there's a lot riding on this Clemson game if you're Justin Fields. Yeah, I I am. Uh, yeah, Notre Dame's gonna get shellacked. They're playing the Rose Bowl so at Rose Bowl at uh, Jerry's World. Don't know why, or I think because they allowed more Cause, fans. Because they want fans. Because they want fans. That's stupid. Because Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. Uh, cried about how we want our players families to be there i'm like who cares you're lucky you're playing football at all so just play it in pasadena and, and don't cry about it and yeah and they they want to just have a super spreader event in texas instead of playing in the freaking rose bowl like that's a yeah. first word problem well, and you're right gonna there. have all alabama like, come on fans. you have all alabama fans. i think there's gonna be a good mix because notre dame is that national fan base so yeah I, yeah uh but what you got to keep in mind is that I don't get why they're doing it. Like Ohio State would love to play in the Rose Bowl. Ohio State's not had fans there all season. So having a tiny little crowd in the Sugar Bowl means nothing to them, especially when Clemson's closer, Clemson's going to draw a big crowd. So Ohio State would love to go play in the Rose Bowl with nobody there because it's the Rose Bowl and it means more to the Big Ten than it does to these other conferences. That's our thing. So putting Alabama and Notre Dame in the Rose Bowl, it makes me sick to my stomach. Sick to my stomach, Tommy. I kind of wanted Notre Dame to make the Rose Bowl just because they never do. So that would have been really cool. Yeah, it's it's wrong, though. It's but, it's the Big yeah. Ten and Pac-12. I think they need to get get the bowl games out of – if you're going to keep the playoff at four teams, which is wrong, then get bowl games out of it and let the Big Ten and Pac-12 play for the Rose Bowl. Because, see, like, yeah. was Oklahoma-Georgia a great Rose Bowl? Sure. But it's not a Rose Bowl. It's wrong. That's not the Rose Bowl. That's, that's a just sugar bowl, incorrect. orange bowl. That's something else. Yeah, that's a that's a cotton bowl. Like, get out of here. That's yeah, not a rose bowl. Not, yeah. No, give it to the Big Ten of the Pac-12. Let us do our thing because if you're not going to expand the playoff, then you can at least give us that. Yeah, I think bowl games need to be out of it. I think you just have one mm-hmm. national semifinal, and I don't know what you because call what it also it. does is it screws up the tie-ins. So North Carolina this year gets lucky and gets to go to a New Year's Six Bowl, while as Indiana any other year, if the Rose Bowl was not a part of the playoff, would get to go to the Rose Bowl. But this year, they're going to the Outback Bowl. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. I don't understand. It's terrible. It's terrible, terrible, terrible. Horrible. Um, so I'm going to leave the discussion board up to you now. Uh, was there anything you wanted to get on and talk about tonight on here? 
Uh, not off the top of my head, Tommy. I am up for whatever you are, or if you're so, ready, I'm ready. So go for it. Let's let's step away from sports because we we've, we've kind of beaten that to death. I'm not gonna step too far out. I know this is a sports podcast, but if I had to just give you like impromptu top five Christmas movies, and I think mine vary every year. If you had to do a top five. And I don't know if I've ever asked you this. I might have, and it's probably been a while. So, top five off your head. What are you? What are you thinking? That's tough. I uh, I don't know if I can give you an answer to that uh, off the top of my head. But Christmas Story's number one for me. I can tell you that much. Okay. okay. Yeah. I think Christmas Story's number one. That's a classic. It's just tough to beat. I don't know yeah. the other the other four. That's tough. Uh, so for me. I think you'd have to throw Home Alone in there at some point. Probably Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. I don't think either of the Home Alone movies would make my list. So, I do. I think hmm. I think Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Uh, many people do not. I don't know about that. That's a very uh, sensitive subject within the Christmas movie community. Uh, I would definitely put Christmas Vacation <laughs> up there. Christmas Vacation. Christmas definitely. movie community. <laughs> yeah, Christmas Vacation. Where are all my Christmas there? movie super fans at? Where's the Christmas movie The Christmas movie community? Come on. Get get your <laughs> hands up. Ho, ho. Get your, get your reindeer paws up. Ho, ho, ho. Where are all my Christmas movie fans at? <laughs> but, uh, no, I think, yeah, in some order, yeah. Die Hard and then. You got to throw the, the Charlie Brown Christmas in there, Tommy. Yeah, so Charlie Brown Christmas yeah, has got to be in there. That's tough. Yeah. That's a classic, Tommy. You gotta yeah. you gotta pay yeah. your respects to the classics. But do you count that as a movie, or do you count that as a short? Is a short not a movie? That's the thing. A special. Well, okay, I don't okay. know. Is a, is a uh, Pixar, oh here we go. I don't a, know. Is a Pixar a short or is it a movie? Is a Pixar short the a Pix- short or a movie? Well, the Pixar shorts. The Pixar shorts are about like 10, 20 minutes long. The Charlie Brown Christmas is like 30 minutes long. So you know, five like minutes. I don't know. Minutes. I think it counts. A Christmas, a Christmas special is a movie in my mind. I think it counts in this I, discussion. I, I, I'm going to say Christmas specials do not count. Only. I want to say Christmas specials don't count. I don't know. I don't know, Jim. Tommy, have you ever seen the Star Wars Christmas special? What are your thoughts on that? Gross. Star Wars like baby Chewbacca, yeah, it's terrible. terrible, 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 horrible, terrible. But uh, no, I'd have Die Hard, Christmas <laughs> Vacation. I'd put Elf in there. Hey, uh, what would you if you could, Tommy? If you could make a Christmas movie, what would it be? Um, it definitely wouldn't be, uh, hey, I'm now a bigwig in New York, and I'm gonna go visit my uh, family for the holidays, and I found out m- my boyfriend slash girlfriend uh, is still in town, and I magically meet up with them at the local general store, and they may or may not have a kid and lost their <laughs> wife or and or husband in a terrible accident, and now they have a kid and they're a single parent, and I may or may not love them and fall in love with them again or not. I don't know. Is that every plot there, every Hallmark movie? Yes, it is. So... You know, I mean, uh, yeah. T- Tommy, my Christmas movie, the NBA on TNT Christmas movie. Uh, I think it'd go a little bit something. You'd have like uh, Charles. He'd be like, uh, 
It'd be something about like him pranking Shaq or something, but there's no uh, TNT games tomorrow, which is surprising. They haven't had any TNT <laughs> games for two years now. No TNT games. Terrible. That's, That's nuts. I need some Chuck and Charles. Or no, it's terrible. Terrible. Charles and Shaq. Give me your give me your best Chuck impression. Now, Shaq, I don't really understand what's the big deal. I mean, I was eating pumpkin pie on Christmas Day, and then people were like, yeah, knucklehead, you don't eat, you don't eat pumpkin pie. That's Halloween, fool. And I say, Shaq, you eat everything every day. Charles, I cannot believe you are talking about eating pumpkin pie on Christmas. That is one of the most ludicrous things that's ever come out of your mouth. I cannot believe you're not just sitting at home on Christmas, watching old Ohio State football games, and and – watching podcasts about jerseys. I mean, that's all you can ask for on Christmas Day. I don't know why you're eating pumpkin pie, but Chris Olave doesn't eat pumpkin pie, so I'm not going to eat it. Reed, you got to understand something, okay? There's no reason that Chris <laughs> Olave or whatever his name is going to be any good in the National Football League, Reed. You do not understand, man. He is a terrible Reed, receiver. I am so sorry. Reed, I'm just doing this to see if you're listening. This is a test. <laughs> I understand, Reed. You do not understand anything about college football, Reed. Reed no, 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 no. Reed understands a lot about college football. He is a, he, I know, he is no, a I know. great he's football analyst. mind. He's a pure analyst. He's wonderful. <laughs> he's, he's really like, good. <laughs> he's like a robot. But I'm lucky I get to do podcast. I'm lucky. He's not a robot. He's got a lot of personality, but I'm lucky I get to do podcasts with him every week. He, he's really, really good at what he does. He, he is. And honestly, we do we, – we trash on him sometimes, but he is a great guy. And I, I hope he's having a merry Christmas. I'm just doing an impression, just joking around. He, uh, I hope he's listening to this podcast. The only reason I did the impressions was was a test. It was a test he, for, yeah. for Mr. Visuals. He doesn't – Now, uh, now, Tommy, the big Christmas question. Yes, sir. Uh, for your Christmas gift this year, will the RJM podcast return? Boy, I hope so, because I want to get on and trash Reed some more on the show. It's fun. How about you give him a text and ask Reed if you can go on and talk about some uniforms? He, he, he will not respond to me. Reed never responds yes, to my texts. <laughs> Ever. No, I'm just give kidding. Him a he call. didn't answer my call the other day, because I asked him if he'd be on my show. And he said, he actually responded in a timely manner and said, yes, I will be on your show. And I said, thanks, buddy. That's know, awesome. That's I, I, Reed got my Christmas present today. Uh, Reed got my Christmas present today. I uh, sent him a bunch of a bunch of some college gear. He liked it. He was a fan. There were some uh, funny ones in there. He got a Purdue shirt among the bunch. It says hammer down on it. Hammer down. Hammer down. There were two IU shirts to balance it out, though. Yeah. Can't can't do much of that. Can't deal with <laughs> much of that. But. You know, for being a Purdue fan, I actually, I, I kind of like IU uh, being good again. Mm-hmm. It makes things fun. It feels great. It does. So. All right, Tommy. Uh, anything else from you for the rest uh, of the show? You know, I, dude. You know what? I miss, uh, I miss our white elephant gift exchange. Me too. And this would have been my first year playing any uh, adult white elephant instead of the kids' gift exchange. Yeah, because. You know, with the kids one, you're always having kids hiding gifts and uh, – or with the white elephant, you always have kids hiding gifts and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah. it's, a, it's a fun game. Uh, Pandemonium. 
it is chaotic. It's I can't even really explain it, but chaotic is really the only word to use. I, I think I've said it before, but it reminds me of like the Hunger Games when uh, everybody's <laughs> at the beginning and they're rushing out of the cornucopia, rushing to get to the cornucopia. It's kind of the same thing. It's just like everybody's running and uh, things happen, and yeah, and that's the friendliest Hunger Games. I'm not saying that you know bad things happen, but. Uh, Anyway, yeah. Uh, well, Pat, Merry Christmas, man. Uh, well, Tommy, one thing though before we go, I want to let you know, I am having. Hey, 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 Tommy! Before I go, I want to let you know I'm having Basler. Did you hear? That? You're having Basler's chicken right now. Yeah, my mom went out to Terre Haute and got some. You sly dog. Hey, uh, is she making her phenomenal <laughs> breakfast casserole tomorrow? Oh, man. I don't know. We're going to find out. I'll, that's you, I'll keep you posted. Best. Oh, it's so good. Um, hey, reminder, don't go skating out it's on the lake. It's a Christmas tradition. What can don't you go, say? Yeah, don't go skating on the lake. I don't think it's – it's, nah, it's not frozen quite yet, Tommy. No, not yet. It's uh, That'd be called swimming <laughs> like Tommy did. Uh, about three years ago, jumped in that ice cold lake. <laughs> it was Army Navy weekend. <laughs> that was so fun. Oh man! Well, hey, give my love to all of your brothers and sisters, and or your sisters, and your mom and your dad. And yeah, that was funny. I hope I hope you have a safe Christmas, and I wish we were together. But you know what? I don't work tomorrow. You don't work tomorrow. Let's enjoy the sports day, and, and God bless you, kid. Merry Christmas. Yeah, you do the same. I'll see you later, Tom. Bye. Bye-bye.